Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Sunday, August 19. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. Brand new week, um, brand new text as we continue through the letter of Romans. And so uh, let's dive in. I'm going to pray and uh, begin for the week and, uh, and for the Spirit to lead us into this text. Heavenly Father, I ask, Lord, for your blessing on this passage. I ask, Lord, for your blessing on today and uh, beginning of a fresh week for us as we reflect on this passage, as we reflect on all it's called us to. May it give us good insight and a good application for our life and for today and for all that we're going through, for all the families that are taking their kids to school and uh, for all the fresh things that are taking place as well with the uh, community. We ask for your guidance and wisdom in all. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, reading from the English Standard Version, this is Romans seven thirteen through 25. Did that which is good then bring death to me? By no means. It was sin producing death in me through what is good, in order that sin might be shown to be sin, and through the commandment might become sinful beyond measure. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am of the flesh, sold under sin. For I do not understand my own actions. For I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Now if I do what I do not want, I agree with the law, that it is good. So now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is, in my flesh. For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I keep on doing. Now if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. So I find it... So I find it to be a law that when I want to do right, evil lies close at hand. For I delight in the law of God in my inner being, but I see in my members another law waging war against the law of my mind and making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. Wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? Thanks be to God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then I myself serve the law of God with my mind, but with my flesh I serve the law of sin. All right. Well, uh, you know, they say, actually, that reading this text is supposed to be one of those texts that's supposed to uh, kind of jumble you up. And so, um, uh, you know, it's kind of an interesting text. And I think that it's, I, I'm just, it's a good, fun text anyway, but it's, a, it's an interesting passage. It's a famous passage as well. I'm sure that people have heard of this and maybe they've read this themselves many times because it's been quoted a lot and it means a lot to lots of different people. So it's going to be a fun text this week to explore. Uh, here's the question for us to think about today. Uh, without much further study, what is your best guess as to the meaning of this text for your life? So without really thinking about the text too much, just listening to it for the first time or just uh, reflect on it again for yourself, what's your best guess as to the meaning of this text for your life? Well, I think it just talks about the thing that most people go through, which is that it's always more difficult to live in a positive way doing the things that you should do than to do the things that you, should, you shouldn't. Yeah. I mean, everybody experiences that. It's easier to eat poorly. It's easier to be lazy. It's easier. It's just easier to be kind of destructive and to do the things that you don't want to do and to have years of your life go by where you haven't really been the person that you wanted to be very much, if ever. Yeah. Which is just kind of odd when you think about it. It doesn't seem like it should be that difficult. 
And then it's but easy, it's it easy for some people to like eat really well as well. well I don't know. I mean, eating is one thing. Yeah. It's not the, it's not the only thing. Yeah. So yeah, some people may eat really well and well, have some other thing that they're not doing well. I think everybody struggles with kind of overall being the person that they would like to mm -hmm. be. I think that's true, actually. I think that lots of people struggle with being with the perception of what they think they should be and what they struggle to be and uh, and then the expectations of what others have of them, of them and even what they believe they should be and, and kind of mixing those two together um, and trying but to find a way. The funny thing with that is I don't even know all of that is a natural reaction that I have to reading this text. Yes. But I don't know if that experience of not being the person that that I want to be or that someone else not being the person that they want to be is actually even anything to do with sin. Because I think sometimes maybe my desire of the kind of person I would like to be, that desire itself might be sinful. Mm. So my failing to live up to it isn't necessarily a problem. I don't know that, that God is upset that, oh, Becky, you know, you're not like <laughs> so-and-so on Instagram or, or whatever. Uh -huh. So I, I don't know. I think even the goals that we set for ourselves because of the way that we think and the way that our our whole perception of everything is kind of skewed. I don't know how much even the goals that we set for ourselves can be trusted. Yeah. Like even if I could be the person that I have in my head, would that even be what it is that God wants me to be? Yeah, I think so too. And I think that I think that that's why when this text is read, there are lots of reactions that people have. I've, I've read stories and I've heard people talking about this as well. And I've heard I've heard listened to people preach on this particular passage, and I've heard people lecture on this particular passage, and and it really varies as to how people perceive this. But but there is often this kind of like deep thing where people say, "I oh, this is what you think you're trying to do. This is what you really." Are struggling with being and and they connect it to sin always yeah well I yeah. was just thinking about it even today because um, I'm a graduate student so I was at a conference for teachers mm. all day today and one thing I thought of is you know everybody's getting prepared grad students all teach classes in exchange for their their um, tuition basically so they're all planning their classes and some of them have never taught before and others have taught, you know, for several years, have quite a bit of experience, but everybody is kind of excited and planning what they're going to do and how they're going to do everything better. And I know having taught for more than a decade, every semester, you kind of figure that you've got it figured out, that you're going yeah. to fix all the things that you've done wrong, all the mistakes. And sometimes you get through, you know, maybe the first week or two and you're doing pretty well, but it feels like it just falls apart at some point. I don't feel like I've ever taught a class where the whole way through, I feel like that was really perfection. Yeah. I really nailed it yeah. that time. So I kind of think all of life is like that. You kind of start out with a good plan, but it, partly it's you, partly it's circumstances. You know, sometimes it's the people that you're having in your class, they mess it up. You know, just things things mess with us. So would you say would you say that that thing messing with you is in verse 21 here, is that that thing messing with you is that thing called evil lying close at hand? <laughs> I don't know if I would even say that because, I mean, a lot of things mess with your ability to yeah. have a perfect day and it's not always evil. No, it's just... Um, you know, I came home yesterday and there was mm. a big hailstorm and my floor was all wet because mm. evidently the Something's wrong with outdoors. screen door yes. is not completely watertight. And when 
wet things kind of blow against it at 100 miles an hour. It doesn't handle that very well. Yeah. So, didn't, I mean, that was just kind of Did not anticipate that one. But it didn't yeah. seem... I don't, I don't tend to think of nature as evil. I, I tend to think of it as not having malice or anything. It just... It is. It didn't work out well for me, but it wasn't like something set out to mess with my life. I don't know. When I when I read this text as a, uh, the very first time years and years ago, I uh, it just I mean it spoke deeply to me. But I think that that's because I hadn't even read the first part of the passage. I just remember reading this particular text, and I can't remember who was it that brought this text to my attention. But it was clearly something about you know struggling with sin and the the perpetual realization that you know you you try every day and things don't work out and you fail, but it's okay. That's what everybody's journey is like, and we all kind of go through this kind of journey. And so hang in there. And then this famous one, you know, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? That was kind of like the thing. And in fact, actually, the sermon this week uh, and the title of this entire week is called Wretched, which is uh, what I'm going to explore at the end on on Sabbath uh, as we come through this entire week here, looking at this idea, is it really wretched? Is it that the classic interpretation of what this particular passage means? And and I think I'd like to encourage everybody to think about this. When you read this text, is that really what Paul is trying to say inside here? Is he really just talking about us? Is he talking about himself? Is he talking about how we struggle with with sin, uh, how we talk about, you know, dealing with things that go wrong or right. That's what I'd like you to think about. So have a look at this question again one more time. Without much further study, just when you read this text, what's your best guess as the meaning of this text for your life? Maybe even if you have a chance, read the uh, passage before and remind yourself what we talked about last week where he had, he had said, look, the law is holy, it's good. And then he kind of jumps into verse 13, that which is good then, this law that's holy and good brings death to me. Does it bring death to him? By no means because of something that's happening inside it, because there's this sin that's producing something. And so he's going to try and unpack this to us. It's a pretty heavy, heavy section of scripture. So have a look at that, look after each other, live love, and we will connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.